0: The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is sponsored by Steel Hoof Deluxe, the new hoof-strengthening supplement from Mitchell's. If it's not Mitchell's, get back in the truck. Steel Hoof Deluxe doesn't just strengthen hooves, it makes skin steel strong, so your cows will be able to take a bullet and survive most explosions. For 10% off your order, lower yourself on bended knee by a roaring fire and whisper the code Deluxe into the flames.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Beef and Dairy Network Podcast, the number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. The Beef and Dairy Network Podcast is the podcast companion to the Beef and Dairy Network website and printed magazine, brought to you by Steelhoof Deluxe. This month, we hear how the public feel Brexit will affect them vis a vis beef. But first, Boffo's Cow Circus, the brainchild of British cow circus pioneer Boffo, is celebrating its 10th anniversary this year and to celebrate is mounting its largest British tour yet. Last week I went to see the show and the next day I was lucky to snag an interview with the elusive Boffo at his luxury caravan in the heart of London's West End.
0: Hello, my name is Boffo and I'm the owner and ringmaster of Boffo's Cow Circus.
1: Boffo, uh, first of all, thanks for accommodating me here in your, your luxury caravan.
0: You're very welcome to the... It's,
1: your, it's beautiful. Oh, thank you. I want to congratulate you on the, the show last night. Needless to say, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved well, it. Well, thank you. I'm
0: glad you loved it. Um, I took yeah. my
1: little nephew along and...
0: I saw him with you, yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't think I'll ever forget the look on his face when that cow, I can't remember what her name was, uh, you put her in the cannon and you find her out the cannon into that bath of bolognese. Yeah. And, I mean, the whole crowd obviously couldn't believe what they were seeing. It's
0: incredible, isn't it? And there's the interactivity of the Bolognese splashing across their faces. Well, which... exa-
1: that's right. I looked down at my nephew and he was scooping the Bolognese scooping, out, of his, yeah. out of his eyes.
0: Yeah, well, if she, if she hits it at the right angle, well, you do. You get a real wave. Yeah. We call it a Bolly wave. We were hit big time by the Bolly wave. Um,
1: I, I mean, I'm going to have to throw away a lot of my clothes, I think. But it was worth it. Yeah. Um, I want to just go back. And I'm, I'm interested in um, how someone like yourself, um, Boffo, gets into this kind of game? Is, have you, were you brought up in the circus, or was this something you decided oh, to Oh, not do? at
0: all, no. No, I'm first-generation cow circus. I, was, I mean, as she started, I was a labourer on a farm in Shropshire. Do you want the full story? Yes, please. Well, I, f- I fell asleep by a cattle grid that I'd been asked to paint by um, the farmer who was employing me. Very mean-spirited man. Awful man. Virtually no neck. Awful man. Anyway, I painted the cattle grid and uh, thought I'd bought myself half an hour of relaxing time. And I lay down in the long grass and something unbelievable happened. I witnessed a cow approach the cattle grid. She looked both ways. She didn't see me. Um, and then she, she used her front hooves to hitch up her skin like, like a skirt, like a Victorian lady would hitch up a skirt. And then, and this is, uh, it sounds ludicrous, but I saw it. She reared up onto her back legs and she tentatively clip-clopped her over the cattle grid into to freedom. On her hind legs? On her hind legs, yeah. And you were working for the farm at the time, and you didn't think, I'd better stop this cow
1: from getting away. You. Well, were.
0: No, forgive me, but I was amazed by what I'd seen. I'd seen a, a cow use its initiative to escape and do something that I didn't think was possible. It was up on its hind legs, across the grid in seconds, and escaped. I mean, sadly, in this case, it didn't end well, because um, it was freshly painted, of course, and uh, the telltale footprints were there, so he was able to find her, bring her back to the farm, and um, sadly destroy her straight away as an example of the others. And this planted a seed in in your brain? Of course it did. If she's got that initiative, if she has that physical dexterity, then surely other cows have. And surely there's a way out of the farm for me and the herd, so to speak.
1: So your first herd of of acrobatic cows, Mm -hmm. did you buy them or did you take them from the the farmer who you were working for?
0: I played the long game. Generally speaking, if a man has no neck, there are two reasons for that. He's born with it, or there's something wrong with him. And in this case... Uh, mercifully, it turned out that I was right and there was something wrong with him. Um, obviously, he wasn't married because he was an awful man. So I just played the long game and I waited for, for his demise. I must confess, I had a little flick through his paperwork to make sure there wasn't a will leaving the, the farm to um, a disturbed relative in a different county. But no, there was nothing. So as his only employee... The whole herd came to me, and that's when work began in earnest, really liberating exciting times I mean it's awful to celebrate the death of a man, but he really wasn't a nice man he didn't have a neck
1: of any kind no neck incredible the straight s- from jaw jaw, jaw to, to shoulder wow. yeah,
0: what does that to a man I don't know what the condition was I didn't do an autopsy because no one gave a shit
1: so um you're you're sitting there you've got a your own herd of cows that you've inherited from your non-necked right. former employer. Yep. You've got the farm, I assume, the, the land. Yeah, it all got left to me. Incredible, really. And you thought, I guess you had a choice in front of you. You could either carry on as a dairy farmer or, or a beef farmer,
0: yeah. or you could do something a bit different. Once you've learnt what a group can do, if you've seen even just a pinprick of, of, of potential then um, it would be criminal not to run with that, you know. Why would I... Have, I mean, it's easy for them to have mechanical suction pumps attached to their teats and be drained of their life force, as I call their milk. That's easy. That's no challenge. But when you've seen what a, what a cow is capable of, I mean, Jesus Christ, what choice did I have?
1: You took a bit of a, a risk, didn't you? Because there's no evidence
0: that, that that every cow can just pick up its skin like a skirt and walk over a calf grid. No, no, I mean, obviously, Yeah. It didn't occur to me if I'm honest with you. No, I just thought if uh, if one girl can do it, the other girls can do it. You had faith. Yeah, you have to have, don't you? You have to believe in yourself. And obviously, you know, as time went on, it was very clear that some some of the girls were better at um just just as with humans, you know, some of us are born to be accountants and uh, some of us are born to be, yeah, uh, jet pilot fighters. Um, And the same was true of the girls, you know, some of them were incredibly nimble on their hooves, some of them had natural balance, and some of them had just sheer power. And that's the great thing about circus, isn't it? Because there there were different jobs, you know, so last night we
1: had um, a lot of acrobatics, but also the clowns, and they have a very separate kind of set of skills. I mean, they weren't funny. Um, but, no, quite, but clowns aren't funny, are they? They're quite disturbing, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, um,
0: they, are dis- they are disturbing. And if you think about how rudimentary the suction devices are in a normal dairy farm, how basic they are for four girls to run out in full costume and to be able to use their hooves to milk themselves into the crowd. Yeah. We to, were all covered in it yesterday. Of course, isn't it wonderful? Yeah. You know, it's, I mean,. How bored are we of human clowns who run out and throw the old bucket of glitter into the crowd? I mean, we all know there's glitter in there. We all know there's not going to be water. Hmm. Well, so- actually, last night when we were walking in, me and my nephew, they
1: said, would you like to buy one of these ponchos for two pounds? And I said, well, no, of course not, because clowns never actually throw real water, do they? It's, yeah. ju- it's just a bucket of
0: glitter. Exactly. You, and you, uh, you understandably thought, I don't need a poncho to fend off glitter. Exactly. But what you do need a poncho for... Is hot milk to fend off freshly squeezed milk. Yeah, yeah, but incredible, isn't it? They taught themselves that. I, had, I didn't say, you know, why don't you try and jamming the teat in between your hooves? They just did it. They found a way. And in fact, I mean, we've had some accidents. The hooves do tend to pinch the teat. So what they actu- what they're actually doing is they're very rapidly flicking the teat. You speak to a vet, incredibly ignorant people, largely vets. You speak to a vet, and he'll tell you they haven't got an elbow joint in there, you know, they can't flick. I've had a vet say to me, cows can't flick. And then I've sat him in the front row of my circus and I'll say, well, what the hell's this cow doing? Because you're covered in milk. More from that big interview later. But first,
1: before the show began at Boffo Circus, we asked our intern, Barry, to speak to some of the circus attendees and ask them how they feel the UK's exit from the European Union and the potential changes in legislation regarding the production of beef. ...will affect their lives. To be honest, I don't, I don't think that's going to change my life at all. Um, Why are you naked? What's going on here?
2: That won't affect my life at all, I don't think. Why are you naked? To be honest, I don't think it'll affect my life in, in any way whatsoever. Do you realise you're, you're not wearing any clothes?
0: I don't actually think it'll have any impact
2: on my life whatsoever. And uh, another thing,
1: why are you naked? Could you just you put like some some trousers on or something? No, I don't think that'll affect my life at all. Why are you naked? I can't see that change my life in any way. And
2: also, why are you naked? Oh, oh. this it is it's, I mean it's, it's sad really.
1: Um, why are you naked?
2: Now look, I honestly can't see it affecting me in any way whatsoever. And for the love of God, would you please put some clothes on?
1: I don't think it's going to have um, that much of a well make that much of a difference to my life. Why are you naked?
2: This is this is, this is a public thoroughfare. I have to say, I think all of this about all these changes in the post-EU landscape. I think it's utterly overblown. I I cannot see it impacting me. Um, but but please, could you put some clothes on?
0: Why are you naked? Why are you naked?
2: Listen, with, with you being naked, it's, it's quite hard to uh, to consider this properly. Why are you naked? Could you please put some clothes on? No, don't look at him. Don't look at him, Alice. Don't look at him. No, he's not got any clothes on. Don't look at him. Why are you naked? Excuse me, will you put some clothes on? Is there some reason you're, you're naked?
1: Oh, God's sake,
2: put some clothes
0: on! Seriously, can you put your dick away?
1: I like your piercing. Why are you naked?
2: Hello, is that Mrs. Porter? I was looking to speak to Mrs. Porter. Is that, is that your mum? Yes, could you be wrong, please? Hello Mrs. Porter, it's Peter Horn jones from the Beef and Dairy Network. Yes, we've spoken before, uh, Barry's here doing uh, an internship this month. Well, it, uh, not, not bad, not brilliantly, if, if I'm honest. Um, well, that, that's why I'm calling. You see, Barry turned up to work today completely naked. Just socks and shoes and a, a backpack, if that counts. Yes, it is the third time this week. Uh, we were originally hoping to deal with it on our end here, but you understand we have to. Yes, before we, we have to escalate the conversation somewhat. Yeah. Um, oh well, that'll explain the fire in the bin outside. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll try and put a, a sack over him. I've got some sacking here. Um, has he ever done this before? Is this is this something he often does? Only because it wasn't mentioned on his his CV No, no, he hasn't um he hasn't mentioned that to us. Yes. Uh Mrs Porter There's no need to cry, Mrs Porter. This is very important. Are you sure? He said fifth meat. You're absolutely sure about that. He got it where? From the sky? Got it from the sky? Okay, listen. Listen, this is very important. Don't answer the door to anyone. Mrs. Porter. Mrs. Porter!
1: Mrs. Porter! Mrs. Porter! If anyone has seen Barry, or indeed his mother, Mrs Porter, in the last week or so, we'd appreciate it if you'd let us know. Back to our big interview with Boffo, after this. Is
0: yours the only cow circus currently going around the country? In Britain, oh for sure, it's the only. To my knowledge, it's the only cow circus that's ever existed in this country. I mean, in Russia, in rural Russia, every small town has a cow circus. I imagine you're aware of that already, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll,
1: everyone knows about those. It's a um, fairly
0: commonplace art form in Russia. Have you ever taken a, boffos over there to? I, I went over to have a look. I mean, there. Are, that there's not a lot of joy in the Russian cow circuses, to be honest. But it's, part of their, it's more intrinsic to their culture. I mean, I came up with the cow circus in this country entirely coincidentally. But over there, you know, they're raised to... Well, there's a word for it, actually. It's Dabrinskian in English. It loosely translates as um, making meat, entertain before it feeds. Uh,
1: when you were over
0: there... Did you feel
1: they had a greater respect for the art form because it was so intrinsic to their culture?
0: No, I thought they were very lazy. And, and to be honest, there's, a, there's not a lot of life in the in the eyes of the children that go and see a Russian cow circus because they're, all, they're raised to think it's commonplace. And if anything, a lot of children are trying to escape small rural towns in Russia because they don't want to be involved in the cow circus. And there's almost a contempt for cows. You know, uh, the health and safety that we employ, you saw it last night when we fired Imelda out of the cannon. We do everything we can to make sure that she's not killed at the end of it. I mean, if she is, she knows the risk. So be it. But over there, I mean, they they don't even train the cannon cows properly. They'll just pop them in. Bam. There's a. I mean, there's probably a death every other night in a in a Russian cow circus. It's interesting, isn't it? Culturally, it's almost as if they feel shackled to the circus in Russia, whereas I, conversely, was liberated by the circus, liberated by by cows.
1: When you were watching the Russian cow circuses, yeah, did you pick up any bits of of the act? Any traditional techniques? Were there anything there that you no? Wanted-
0: because no, to be honest, because my circus is about entertainment, and theirs is is largely there to reflect the glory of Soviet Russia. You know, their cows are seen not to be individuals, and uh, and you know during the show they're punished if they're not seen as just part of the herd. So. I mean, I saw one sickening dance routine which was supposed to be the finale of the show. One of the cows put a hoof wrong and um, she was, well, she was instantly destroyed in front of the crowd.
1: And that, that is in stark contrast to what I saw last night, which was, I would say, a celebration of individual liberty because those cows are all individuals, aren't they? They've all got their own outfits. Yeah. They're celebrated on their own terms, not just as a herd, but as individuals.
0: That's right. And we found their skills together. I mean, I must have put, 300 cows on a unicycle before one finally rode it, you know? Is there anything you can't make a cow do? No. You don't think there's any, there's any barriers or limits? There is one thing. There's one thing that's eluded me to date. I've spent a long time trying to perfect the hover cow ballet. I mean, it's pretty well documented that a cow produces an unholy amount of methane. And... um I am still of the belief, and, uh, and and I've one of my ex-employees actually was a physicist in a former life, so he's confirmed that it is technically possible that if I can control the methane that a single cow produces, there's no reason why that cow wouldn't be able to self-propel, wouldn't be able to um, lift itself off the ground with controlled methane. The problem, of course, is sphincter control. You know, I've developed a series of exercises that I've tested on myself. And i have you know I've managed to get some lift personally at home in the really? caravan i mean i'm I'm a human, so I'm not producing that much methane but i've I've had a foot and a half of lift briefly, but communicating sphincter control to a cow is is very difficult, but I see no reason you know it's 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 my ultimate goal in the next fifteen years I don't see any reason why we won't see a cow capable of sustaining flight for up to thirty minutes it's been well if
1: if we're to believe um Chinese state' news. Outlets.
0: Yeah. It has been
1: achieved in China, hasn't it?
0: Yes, I know, but that's yeah, that's propaganda on their part. You um, don't that's, believe it. That's well, that's the Chinese military. They were I know they were trying to develop attack cows, but yeah, that would never work. To get any lift a cow has to be focused on getting lift. They're not going to be able to operate a gun at the same time. It's ridiculous.
1: I think this this is a good point at which I should probably bring up the kind of criticism that you face. Um, you know, even last night, even though I was enjoying it, and I want to make that very clear. Yeah, and and,
0: and I, I feel a butt coming.
1: Yes. Well, I wasn't sure how to feel about when I saw Amelda being fired out of the cannon, which I think is is the showpiece of the whole thing. It's
0: it's, it's of a, course, of course, no no Amelda, no no bolly wave. It was incredible, and I, I think that the fact that it was so majestic, I think,
1: took people's minds. Of something that's if you think about it, is a little bit troubling for me, which is that she was landing in that bath of bolognese. Yes, and I was thinking, what kind of beef have they made that bolognese out of?
0: Well, uh, retired beef. And, and I, I mean, I, if you, if Emelda could speak, she would tell you that as, as soon as the, as soon as the as, as the excitement for performance has gone from her. She'll want to be part of the performance by being part of the Bolly Wave. I mean, I think it's something they all aspire to. I'm just going gonna, gonna to keep going on this furrow for a bit. Please. I've nothing to hide. You know, I've invited you around the training facility. There's nothing to hide. You'll find a herd of very happy cows. There was a, there was a few protesters, only two or
1: three, but they were there, and they were, they were a vocal presence. And last night there was a woman um, in the audience who was sat quite close to me, and halfway through she, I'm sure you saw this, She stood up and she produced a banner and she got it out and she was holding it above her head. And it said, cows aren't here to entertain us. Yes. They are here on earth for us to intensively farm and then ultimately consume or just bin it if it can't be sold. Yeah.
0: I saw the banner. Uh, It's a strong message. Is it a strong message, though? Let me put this to you. When I worked on the farm... I saw a cow that um, got an infection in, in her one of her teats, and the vet looked at her once at the farmer's behest. She was taken around the back of the cow shed, and I didn't see her again. Now, I, I don't know what happened, and it's, I mean, the farmer's gone now, so there can't be a legal case anyway, but I know that she didn't come back, and that when he returned, he had a lump hammer in his hand. Now... Would you rather a cow live a glorious life of performance and receive all of the accolades that that comes with that, and risk a broken leg, risk a risk a bloodied snout, enjoy the adulation of the crowd, and only when you've given up the ghost yourself? I mean, it very much the, our girls are not terminated until. The light, the fun has gone out of their eyes, and the joy of performance has left them.
1: Last night, after after the finale, and the the song had happened, and the bolly wave had happened, mm-hmm. and people were filing out. Yeah, and I had a bit of a moment where I just sat in the in the marquee, and I just took it in because I I didn't want it to end. And as everyone else was leaving, there was you know a handful of people left. All of the cows that had been in the performance came out again on into the ring. Yeah. And they started licking the ring clean. Yeah, consuming the the bolognese which had uh, which Amelda uh, had splattered all over the audience. Yeah, and one of the cows was licking bolognese off my nephew. Yeah, and it was it was tender. It was a tender moment. Of course. Looking around, there was a handful of us who who were still filing out of the of the auditorium, mm-hmm. and and I think some of the other people were a little bit disturbed or sickened by. Um, the image of a cow eating bolognese. Really? Is
0: that something you can understand? No. It's interesting, isn't it? You know, it's, it, I wonder if those people uh, have ever fed their own children cow milk. I, I'm disgusted by that. If if we try to do that the other way around, if I brought a calf out into the ring and I asked one of the human women there to um, remove one or both of her breasts and to start suckling that infant cow, I mean, there would be outrage. And yet you see cow eating cow, the most natural thing in the world, and suddenly it's, oh, let's call the council, let's close this man down. Although, going back to your
1: example of the the woman suckling a cow, it's not quite as equivalent, is it? The equivalent would be, you know, when you meet your own end, Yes. um, if you were to then, if your wishes were that you were then to be eaten by yeah that's the equivalent and that's something that i think would make many people very uncomfortable
0: if if i chose to be consumed by
1: if you were were minced yeah turned into some sort of italian sauce and then fed to other humans yes that's the equivalent isn't it
0: yeah yeah i suppose it is i suppose all one can do at the end of of the day is to just you know look at yourself in the full-length mirror in the comfort of your uh, luxury caravan and say if i died doing what i love would i want to be consumed and i think i the reflection looking back at me would say yes
1: a big thanks to boffo for that revealing interview to any listeners who want to bear witness to the exquisite hooved acrobats themselves All of the tickets to the UK shows have sadly sold out. However, if you're listening in the USA, it was announced only yesterday that early next year, Boffo's Cow Circus will begin a Las Vegas residency in collaboration with Celine Dion. Boffo and Celine have been secretly working on the show together for five years, and rumours have begun to circulate that Celine herself will be loaded into the cannon to set off the Bolly Wave. So that's all we have time for this month. But if you're after more beef and dairy news, get over to the website now where you can read all the usual stuff, as well as our off-topic section, where this month, Austrian actor Christoph Waltz writes movingly about how his decision to start carrying a sword at all times led to rifts in his family, a lifetime ban from LA airport, and near-constant excruciating lower back pain. So until next time, beef out. Thanks to Greg Davis, Tom Crowley, and the lovely vox pops from Max Davis, Catherine Pascal, Tom Neenan, Lloyd Langford, Ellis James, Gareth Quinn, Alex Adie and Sean Harris. And thanks to you for listening. You can find us on Twitter at @beefanddairy. We also have our own Facebook page. And if you enjoy the podcast, why not tell a friend?
2: Creativity, comedy, and new friends are waiting for you at Max FunCon 2017. Max FunCon West returns to Lake Arrowhead in June and Max FunCon East is back in the Poconos in September. Don't miss a stellar lineup of hilarious comedians, live podcast recordings of your favorite Max Fun shows, and an embarrassment of amazing classes to choose from. Tickets for Max FunCon East and West go on sale Friday, November 25th. Don't miss your chance to be part of an unforgettable weekend. Visit maxfuncon.com to buy your tickets on November 25th.